Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In today's episode, we are going to address the real risks of remote working. If you're new to the podcast, really happy that you're here. If you've been here before, super excited that you're back. We are setting our sights on a singular goal, which is to help you become an intentional communicator. What does that mean? It means that you leverage quiet to prepare and think about things before you say and write them. And when you say and write them, they have impact. And that impact can be felt immediately. Now, the reality in our world is people aren't intentional communicators and communication talk is cheap and people talk freely and they communicate and it generates a ton of noise and that noise doesn't help people gain clarity. It creates confusion, delays, frustration, fatigue, and the list goes on. This podcast is to help you get at that. And one of the realities of our world right now is that people work remote. And you might be listening saying, well, I don't work remote, so it's not valuable to me. And I'm like, hold on a second before you hit pause or stop listening. Think of somebody that you know who does. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a college roommate. Maybe it's a coworker. Listen to this podcast for them and then share it with them. Share your insights and the things that you've learned in the next few minutes with me on this perspective of the real risks you face or they face. Now, maybe you are a remote worker. Maybe you do hybrid work. Maybe you work two days a week from home or three, but it's your reality that I'm not always in the office. I'm at home and I'm not there. And what I want to talk about are, okay, well, there's, I can go on, on and on and on about why this is good for you and why it's good for me. Personally, I, I've done remote work for 20 years. I did remote work before there was even really good dial-up connections back to the server at the office. Um, I started a business out of my house, so I worked out of the house and I wasn't with my clients. I had no office to go into because it was, I was working literally out of my bedroom. Um, you know, the whole entrepreneur story, well, he started out as a garage, well, I started a business out of my, what used to be a garage that was converted into a family room, my, fam- my parents' summer house. So I've worked remotely and I have a lot of experience doing it and it's amazing. And I'm not gonna talk about how amazing it is because you already know how amazing it is. Not having to sit into traffic, that's a win. Not having to have somebody interrupt you and bother you and distract you all day, that's a win. Getting to be able to like walk out and walk around with no shoes on, get up and make a cup of coffee, um, get tired, take a nap, that's a win. I mean, there's a lot of wins. There's a lot of rewards. There's a lot of good things about it. That's not what we're talking about today. We live in a world that's hybrid, that's remote. It's going to be like this forever. And you can't put, you know, we've opened up Pandora's box. You can't, you can't get it back in. Okay, so, so I think about this topic, about this reality. I just remember a story in, two, in 2020. So I'm talking to this friend of mine who works at this consulting company. So I'm not going to name the consulting company because you probably know it, but it's a really big consulting company. And his team is, is based in all the key geographies. So think like L.A., San Francisco, New York, Chicago. Well, this guy's in Chicago and his coworkers in San Francisco. So we're in the full-blown pandemic lockdown, right? And this friend tells me, he's like, 
I had, he's like, I had a conversation with a coworker who was living in San Francisco, paying outrageous rent for his whatever two-bedroom apartment, and the apartment was coming up on, the lease was coming up, and this guy tells my friend, he's like, hey, don't tell anybody, but I didn't renew my lease, and I moved to Park City, Utah, and after I get off of work, I just go skiing, and this is my new setup, but I don't want anybody to know. I would hazard to guess that that was a life-changing moment for this guy, and he was at the point where he's like, I just won the lottery. I can live in Park City, Utah. I don't have to go to the office anymore. I don't have to pay thousands of dollars a month in rent. Now, I'm not saying Park City was cheap, but apparently it was a lot cheaper than living in San Francisco. So he made the move, and he didn't want anybody to know. Fast forward a few years later, there are people like that all over the place. You know, one of my coworkers a couple years ago, his his wife gets works for Aldi, the German grocer. She's transferred to Germany for two years. He runs our tech. He comes, he approaches me and says, hey, my wife just got transferred for two years on assignment to go to the headquarters in Germany. You know, can I support the company from Germany? And I'm like pretty open-minded and I'm like, do it. You know, like, let's make it work. And it worked. It worked for him for two years. He's back now and he had an impact when he was there and he worked remote and didn't go into the office one day and it worked great. What we're going to talk about today is what are the risks that people face, though, in their, and you need to understand them. You need to embrace them. Now, as a background reading for this, I would recommend going to thebrieflab.com, and there's a tool section. You go to resources, you go down, scroll down to tools, and you may need to subscribe, but they're free. Go into the tools section, put your information, and when you scroll down, there's a section called white papers. And in that section, there's a white paper that I wrote in 2020 during the pandemic and it's called staying visible when working remotely um and it was all around guidance to people why i wrote that white paper at the time and there's a couple of others that i that i wrote that is worth reading or rereading i'm not going to go over it in depth but i will talk about the four things that i covered in the white paper number one is the inherent risks and rewards of working from home Two is the temptation to deliver too little information and disappear from sight. Three is the allure of over-communicating and creating noise for people. And four is shifting from organic to intentional communication styles. I would read that because it goes deeper into how you can stay connected when you're working remotely. Um, when I was writing that, I was really thinking about like, all right, this is the evolving workplace. This is a new reality. It sounds amazing, but there's got to be a flip side. There's got to be a downside, and there always is, right? There's a reward, but there's also a risk. And I go deeper into that, and it's about, I want to say, a four-page white paper on, on that topic. And um, there's some insights in there, some guidance. And when you, when you look at that, it could be a really, really nice resource for you to read and or to share with the person you might be thinking about who works remotely, Okay. I'll just get to the, the sort of the, the, some of the things to reflect on. Um, setting ex expectations, establishing a baseline, defining the right level of frequency, focusing on what matters most and being prepared are some of like the key takeaways in that 
um, that white paper. So it's called Staying Visible When Working Remotely. Go to thebrieflab.com. Under Resources, scroll down to Tools, log in, sign up, and you can download a bunch of stuff for free. And I talked about that in a recent podcast. Okay. What are the real risks of working uh, remotely, of remote work? Here are the four lists in, in my mind. And I'm going to say this in the first person, like I'm a remote worker. The risks that I face is I'm isolated. Number two is I'm invisible. Number three is I'm excluded. And number four is I'm insecure. And I'm going to talk about each of them. I'm not going to give you a specific answer on how to fix them. I think the white paper talks a lot about how you become an intentional communicator and how that helps you fix them. But I do want to talk about those each risks differently. The first one is I'm isolated. We're wired as human beings to be connected to people. We want to be social. We want to be seeing people. We want to be interacting with people, bumping into people, having a cup of coffee. That whole social dimension of work is taken away from you. So when you're isolated, and I mean isolated, isolated, I mean my coworker is in Germany by himself. His wife is at work. He's at home, and it's just him. Many remote workers have no outlet. There's nobody to see during the day. I get on a Zoom call. It's just me and my cat, you know, just me and my thoughts. It's just you're isolated. So you're going to probably need to think about the dimensions of that isolation and its effect on your creativity, your innovation, your, your, your motivation. Um, it affects everybody in different ways, but you're now isolated. It's just you're alone, you and your thoughts. Well, you get a lot of quiet work done, but it might affect you in unexpected ways. So if you know somebody like this, maybe you want to talk to them and connect with them and give them a call because they're, they're feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm forgotten. Number two is I'm invisible. What do I mean by that? Um, when people manage other people, the reason, one of the reasons why I have offices, the way they're set up, is I want to see what people are working on and I want to see that people are working and I want to see that people came to work and I want to see, 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 so I can touch it and feel it and know that it's happening. And when a person becomes invisible, it's like, I don't know what you're doing because I don't see what you're doing because I don't see you. You're not here. You're invisible. Well, when people are invisible, there's generally two things that the manager or the boss or the leader might be thinking. A, everything's fine. B, you're not doing anything. Okay, well... You, you want to make sure that it's they think everything's fine, but you 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 gotta you gotta appear, reappear, plan when you appear. And the white paper talks quite a, quite a bit about that. That's why the headline is called "Staying Visible When Working Remotely." It's the issue is about becoming Casper the Friendly Ghost. So, if the other extreme is your boss doesn't think you're doing anything and you're just goofing off and you're doing nothing, that's not good. So you need to. Stop getting out of like my boss is a micromanager to my boss is trying to see me and he or she can't see me because I'm remote. So I have to find ways to be seen. Number three, I'm excluded. Well, the deal flow is the deal flow. It's a lot easier for people to include people when they're around and exclude people because, oh, I totally forgot that you're not here and I didn't copy you on this or I didn't invite you to this meeting or I didn't have this, you know, chance contact with you. I am not part of the crowd. I'm not part of the team. I'm excluded. I'm uninvited. I'm, and I don't think people do it intentionally. I think it happens accidentally. But it may happen to you where you're just not included anymore. 
right? And people feel disconnected. They don't feel included because you're not. People stop inviting you. And then last is, I think it's kind of an amalgam of all the three of those, the isolation, the invisibility, and the exclusion, is people feel insecure. I mean, I'm not going to cite research here. You can do your research on your own, but if you talk about, like, anxiety and, and all these issues that people, many people deal with, how many of them coming from, oh, my gosh, am I, am I in the cool crowd? Am I in the out crowd? Am I connected? Am I disconnected? Like, am I going to get fired? Like, is somebody going to call me? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm in a dark room and I can't see. Um, and I feel like I'm starting to worry about job security and future and my good standing with people and I have no... So these are real risks. I bring them up because we have to think about them. And I would really highly recommend that if it's this is your reality, that you stop and have some quiet time and schedule that. We've talked about that to think about the risks that you face in those four areas. How am I managing the isolation? How am I dealing with that? How much does it affect me? Number two is, you know, am I actually visible to the people I work with even though I'm not there? Do they see me? Do I appear frequently enough? Is my check-ins, are my check-ins, are my updates, are my Zoom meetings, are my enough for people to have a sense of what I'm working on and not draw the wrong conclusions? Am I excluded? You know, are there things happening that I am oblivious to? And how can I become more connected to the, the flow of information and the flow of work. And then finally, man, if I'm worrying and I'm anxious and I'm insecure, maybe it's a conversation I need to have with my boss or my clients or my coworkers about, you know, like I need to, I need to feel more connected because I'm feeling a little bit out there, like I'm on a desert island and I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling insecure. All to say that, you know, we need to recognize, and this is the wrap up, that these are the risks. Before we embrace the rewards, these are the risks, and we need to recognize that these risks are real. And we need to accept that we need to become a much more intentional communicator to make it work for you and others around you. Just saying.